The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Just okay, you ready? Go. Here we go. Oh, I'm going to turn off the pre-show. Here we go. and welcome back to another exciting episode of the VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode 281 on April 6th, 2022. I am Clyde, and today I'm joined by Matthew Ross. Hi. Jimmy Trammell. Hey, Clyde. And Michael Aston. Hello, everyone. Hola, gentlemen. Uh, welcome to April, where it is still snowing in Minnesota. <laughs> Oh, all right. We get it. It snows there a lot. We get it. Okay. Although Google did remind me today, it's not as bad as it was in 2018. I got a picture (laughs) of uh, April 4th in 2018, and my car was buried. Um, So, something about you know March coming in like a lion, not like a lamb. Isn't that supposed how it's supposed to work? Uh, I don't know because it was cold and I. Maybe lambs are covered in fluffy white stuff. That's what the, that's Mm. gotcha. That makes more sense now. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It was pouring rain all day yesterday. And then there was snow everywhere this morning when I got up. Oh, that could suck because if it's, you know, cold enough to snow, suddenly that's nice soft snow on a sheet of ice, which is like bad. Yeah. (laughs) Don't drive on that. That's bad stuff. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so I, I haven't left my house in a couple days. Oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's the one thing we always feared when we were uh, uh, when it was you know really snowy over here is that we'd have that one day where it got warm and it's everything got slushy and then it re got really cold and frozen and then it snowed on top of it. We're mm-hmm. all like, don't go down the hill, whatever you do, don't go down the hill and take your turns you, very slow. But that's my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's a that's a sheet of ice underneath that that slick stuff on on top of it. Yeah, that that first winter, that first winter I was living here, uh, I heard a noise, and I went outside, and I looked, and my car was in the street. <laughs> it was parked on my driveway, <laughs> and it just slid. It just slid down, and then out into the street, <laughs> and I had to go out there. I had gotten all the way into the house and hung up my keys and taken off my coat. Luckily, there was nobody coming. And I was like, God. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Look at it this way. At least you got a head start to work. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll walk down the hill to get you. Well, no, car. actually, that, that first winter I was here, I was unemployed. So oh, I wasn't okay. going oh. anywhere. <laughs> well, that, that, okay, it's all good. Then, That's right? a really big head start to work. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what else is going on, guys? All right. I am catching up here with the various uh, 
news of the week here, but we're going to start off with about Disney Plus putting R-rated movies on the Disney Plus stream. That's right. Apparently, they had accidentally put added some movies onto their stream that they now have access to. Accidentally. Uh, that uh, maybe they didn't mean to put onto the Disney Plus stream. Uh, the example they show here really quick is uh, uh, Hot Shots, which uh, is one of my favorite movies from the 90s, I got to say. It was great. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I believe they've probably somehow picked up all of these movies as part of their uh, deals of picking They're, up things. These are 20th century 20th yeah, studios. Exactly. And so they somehow ended up inside Disney Plus's uh, streams and uh, they were maybe they didn't intend that to happen. Yeah, my my uh, theory is that they didn't pull them because they were rated R. They pulled them because they went, oh, crap, we let Charlie Sheen on Disney+. Plus." <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that had, somebody had that conversation. Well, I mean, think about it. The, the um, you know, I mean, all of the new, the, the Netflix Marvel shows are all basically R. So clearly they intend for there to be R-rated content. They added the parental features and functionality to the system. So it isn't just that there are. That was, they maybe didn't officially approve those and somebody got their wires crossed probably. Of Hey, what, why don't we put these on there? And then they talked about well, it and they decided not to and somebody didn't get that memo. So, I mean, they, and this goes back to a, a discussion that we had a few weeks ago um, because note that they pulled it, they pulled these movies from Disney Plus in the US. Hmm. It's on Disney Plus elsewhere. That's because in the US, the stuff that is family focused, or now the exception for part of a franchise like Star Wars and Marvel, is on Disney Plus. Everything else goes to Hulu. And, you know, we had the discussion that when NBC pulls out, is there still a reason to have Hulu? Um, and stuff like this is part of the reason to, to continue to have Hulu. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm guessing I'm guessing what they what happened was they added the stuff to Disney Plus for the rest of the world and forgot to uncheck the U.S. on the import box. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. But it does revive that discussion of what is the future of Hulu? Uh, because I I don't remember what it was. A few weeks back, I talked to you guys about something that it's a Hulu or, or is an FX original. Mm -hmm. And it had a lot of nudity. Mm. And it was the perfect example of why Hulu uh, exists <laughs> for, or why it will exist. Because this is something that even if they move everything to Disney Plus, they're still not going to bring that stuff onto Disney Plus. Right. Um, so, yeah, you know, I don't know that that's actually the plan from the guys at Disney to to basically say, here's the stuff that's more adult oriented. Here's the stuff that's more kid oriented. Um, I think that they do definitely want to bring the all of the Marvel stuff in Disney Plus, even if it's rated. Uh, yeah. Television yeah. rated stuff. So that makes sense for that. But I, I think it does make a lot of sense from our position as viewers. So yeah, go ahead, make the stuff that's a little bit more racy mm -hmm. and a little bit more, a little less Disney esque, 
put it in Hulu. Yeah, keep Hulu. It's perfectly okay with us. If you do it that way, guys, please I like know. it because then I don't have to worry about subscribing to Disney plus. <laughs> exactly. If that's yeah. your brand, is that what you want? I, to see? I get the stuff get that it. I want on Hulu. And yeah, uh, I think that if, yeah. I, if they are thinking otherwise, I think they're wasting uh, something that everybody else is thinking is the right thing to do at this point. So, I mean, what they, what they put in here is, is right on point. You know, the stuff on Disney up till now, up till these issues, have basically fit into these specific categories of, you know, Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, Pixar, Discovery Channel. I you feel like there was yeah. oh Nachio. Um, and then I thought there was one other one, but um, I, I'm not seeing it. But yeah, I mean, it's it makes more sense for them to keep it kind of themed around specific product types, so that people know where to go for what it is it is difficult if if they just kind of keep things kind of family or you know pg-13 minus and below on disney then it's really hard to know is this going to be on disney or is this going to be on hulu because some things may not be quite so cut and dry but if they keep it really separated to this is a Disney, Pixar, Marvel, et cetera. Well, and that's the beautiful cetera, thing about thing. having two different platforms that are mm -hmm. owned by the same company. The stuff yeah. that's in that mushy middle can be on both. Or that. You know, that would work. Um, too. I mean, but in, in, there, there's a point towards the end um, that I've all that has kind of been my point in it. And it kind of, a historical standpoint that Disney has always taken is how does it reflect on the brand? Cause Disney it, the name Disney in itself is a brand and they right. have to be very careful that, you know, that brand has certain connotations and you see Disney, you think family, you think it's, you know, I don't have to question it. It's safe content for, you know, teenagers or younger um, so you got to be Maybe. very careful. They should be very careful to uh, uh, not to kind of. Uh, I, I I would say I maybe used to feel that way. Not so yeah. much anymore, but that's another story. However, what I will say is that the difficulty that I have figuring out where to watch things is really a pervasive problem, not just Disney plus Hulu, but what about everywhere? I I find it really hard figuring out where I can watch some of the stuff that I want to see. You well, need that's... an Android TV. No, no, no. He needs a Plex server account. Oh, oh. But huh. wait, Plex? Uh, I thought nobody was using Plex anymore, and they were, like, going out of business. Or... I'm glad I teed that one up for him, and then totally. you like, tried to shoot me down. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Plex has got a new feature on their service. You do not necessarily have to have a Plex server to use this, even. Uh, Plex has had, uh, as part of their service for a while now, uh, their own set of streaming channels that are ad-supported, kind of like your... Uh, your uh, your uh, Plutos of the world. So they've had that for a while. They've also ha had forever the ability for you to host your own files on your own Plex server and be able to stream those. What they're doing now is they're adding a new tab, which I just happened to play with a few minutes ago, um, called the Discover tab. What this will do when you open it up the first time will ask you what your streaming your favorite streaming services are, and there's a huge selection of them. 
Uh, you can find everything from Netflix to Hulu to Disney Plus to Martha Stewart TV in there. And uh, that will have, uh, we'll be able to pull up any of the, of the, uh, the various shows on there that you may be interested in or searching for. We'll tell you whether you can find it on their free services with ad supports on your local media server, or if it's on one of your free streaming services and gives you links to getting to them as well. So uh, they are trying to make it really easy to find the stuff you want to watch. Huh, kind of interesting. So, now this is beginning to make sense to me, this whole them expanding outside of just being a media server. This is yeah. beginning to make more sense. So they're basically uh, doing what the Roku has always done and the Amazon or the yeah. Android TV has been doing recently. Right. But if you have on top of that, mm -hmm. your own, you know, I don't think any of those other ones know how to get back to Plex's ad supported streaming. And I don't know if any, I don't, I'm pretty certain none of those other services will get you to see what's in your Plex server. And well, if you have a large library yeah. like I do, and you type in, no, I that, that's a, a benefit. Movie, that, that's a benefit. Um, that shows up on your, and yep. it's a nice interface. It's just like every other one. So, oh, also apparently this new interface is not available on Roku's just yet. So does, no, no, not Roku. I guess what I would ask is, does the Roku effectively know where to find things on services that you own, like yes. Netflix and stuff? Yep. Because uh, Fire TV offers that feature, offers that feature. It doesn't work worth crap. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> other I rely places on it. to watch is a button on there, and like one out of twenty times is it right? Yep. Wow, that and I I rely on it uh, with the with, and it's worked really good for years. Uh, with Roku, that's that's ninety percent of the reason I ever use the voice feature, push the microphone, and I say, uh, sing to, and then it'll bring up the search and it'll say okay sing to it's available on these platforms this one you have installed mm -hmm. or you can rent it or buy it or you can install it has all of the options and the nice thing is when you click on the you choose your service from the list it takes you directly to it if the app so isn't already installed hey you can watch it free on tubi you click on it it will install tubi and then take you directly to it pretty cool um yeah so, so comment below watchers if i'm wrong but i feel like fire tv's version of that is absolutely horrible all right it, it works very badly but it, it's supposed can, can I to comment do that below? it just doesn't do well you may comment <laughs> <Yep>. below <laughs> i'll comment below right here uh i i would argue that fire tv's uh implementation of most of that stuff is really bad yeah it's really but, good for navigating your amazon stuff but it feels like it just doesn't quite get where it's supposed to be on anything related to other products. Yeah, yeah I like I like uh, Amazon Fire or the Prime uh, or Amazon, whatever they call it now, mm -hmm. the app. Um, yeah. I, I like it better as an app on another platform. Mm -hmm. I don't like that app as the OS. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that a lot of services are doing this. I know Apple TV famously mm -hmm. is doing a lot of this as well, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, they are. And so you're, yeah, you're, you, it's you, actually you, got a, one of the more, you know, well-spoken versions of this. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, this, this is a great solution. If you are someone with a, that is deep into the Plex ecosystem with a curated uh, library, 
then yeah why aren't you using the plex uh, or if you've got a friend uh, who has a pretty curated library that it, they or, can store that to you <laughs> yeah i mean if you want I, I, I don't oh, are you making stuff. that you're making a public offer to everybody Not else to everybody but oh. my four oh, my three sorry. closest friends here so maybe if, once in those a while. of you listening if if you're not one of hit this people special enough <laughs> to access his curated plex server quick Matt's, quick question that's basically letting the cat out of the bag that nobody watches and listens except us <laughs> no that's <not laughs> <He's> quick. like <laughs> quick question on the uh, plex uh matt so yeah. if you do a search there for a tv show and it happens to be in your library does it show it in your library as well as the other streaming Let's services? find out because I happen to have it. So it just you have the Plex beta installed? Uh, I did actually turn on this feature on the beta. So yeah, so let me see. Just I know I happen to have the Loud House installed on my Plex server, and I immediately shows up as available in my in my uh, on my NAS, which is great, mm -hmm. and also available on show. So I can see the show is available, and I can click on more ways to watch. Mm -hmm. It's available subscription. I can rent or buy it from the from the various okay. services that I chose from. So yes, it does have that. So see, that's that's the value, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. yes, it does allow you to do that kind of stuff. So, by the way, if you ever get the chance to watch the Loud House, it's uh, actually quite funny. Yeah. Also, uh, looking in here, they chose to one of the screenshots. They chose Fruits Basket or Fruits Basket. Definitely, you get a chance to watch that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, we're next where is going to be the fact that we have Amazon and Roku have extended their streaming deal. And uh, that looks like uh, that they are done. They're going to have the streaming deal that they've had for a while. It's going to be extended for several years at this point. And um, that's the story. Really, that actually is the story because there wasn't drama. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they just did it. the only reason this is newsworthy is there was no fight because if was, there had been a fight everybody would have been like eh, oh, yeah, okay here we go here again, we go again. Oh, this one was God. like wait they did it and nobody's <laughs> angry and nobody's banned nobody. <laughs> they come to an agreement and nobody pulled switchblades nobody did anything about it nobody said we want a lower price. Nobody said we want more money. Oh, come on. This is not normal, right? This agreement, is... Nobody pulled. Oh, okay. I heard that. What? Yeah. Just keep on watching. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, looks like uh, the CTV. I don't know what CTV. Oh, this is a uh, Canadian, the Canadian television show. I used to yeah, watch that once I, in a while. I believe this is a. Uh, TV station in Canada. Yeah, it's actually one of their national stations, and it is uh, now available on Roku TV and Roku streaming tables. And I actually enjoyed that because it had a lot of good, you know, not too old shows that you know you couldn't find anywhere else. So, actually, I'm excited about this. And I, and I'm I and for the two Canadians out there that listen, um, I. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but at least one of them, this was a complaint oh. uh, that CTV wasn't available streaming anywhere, well, but you couldn't get their content on anything. You had to get it from CTV, but you couldn't get it anywhere well this is the, so. this this is the break in the dam if it's if they get on roku they'll go on everything at this point they'll go everywhere if they can get what they need out of whomever they'll go it's fine so yeah um if you are canadian 
and you actually care about CTV, congratulations. Very cool. Uh, Google Stadia and GeForce Now are going to be available on newer Samsung smart TVs. The 2022 models are going to be uh, coming out later this year, are going to be getting um, this functionality built right into the display, which in a way is nice because that means less latency between a device and the streaming service is always good, especially if it is well designed to handle the network. And if it, if you ask me, if it has an actual ethernet jack, that would be great too. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the TV? Yeah, they, not all of them do. Oh, yeah, you're right. There are many that yeah, don't. I think, I think it's a... I think that's awesome. If you're thinking about gaming, you know, for me, the challenge with gaming is always the cost for at least PC gaming is the cost of keeping your computer upgraded enough. And cloud gaming gives you the advantage of that, not having to deal with that added price. If you don't even need a computer at all, right. even better. So um, really opens up nice quality gaming. And no, but but as the stories keep telling us, Stadia's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Why would they do this? No, Stadia and GeForce Now are your two best options. GeForce Now costs uh, is weird in its selection of games. There, you have to be your own games, which is a good thing in in one way. But you also are limited because not everybody's allowed to go on GeForce Now. Versus, you have to pay more for it for the higher for the higher uh, kind of video out of it. But the Stadia has the better library, quite frankly, if you think of it that way, and you know, probably the slightly better stable service. Let me put it this way: twenty twenty, when Cyberpunk launched, Mm -hmm. I was able to play it on my five year old PC. People on the newest platforms still can't play that game. Nope. <laughs> yeah. A year yeah, later, and, and they're still having problems. Well, and the challenge, the challenge is that you have to buy this very expensive. These platforms are not cheap for concentrated gaming uh, PCs and or gaming systems, not not computers. They can't do other stuff, at least not effectively. And they're also almost impossible to get still. So yeah, yeah. I, I just priced one out. I just priced out building a new PC uh, over the weekend. I'm sorry. And to get something <laughs> that would be halfway decent for gaming, um, I'm looking at like fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or See, I, I can just I use argue, Stadia. And I would argue that would be halfway decent. Really, you got to go about two K, in my opinion, to get something that's going to be a really good gaming experience. So, um. See, yeah. my, my, my thing, my worry about this, right, I mean, I, and, and maybe it's gotten better now, right, but, you know, TVs, the software on TVs don't upgrade all that often, right, so, I, I mean, maybe it's better now, but, but uh, at least, you know, up until maybe, maybe recently, you know, this, that, that would be a concern. Well, you got to remember that Samsung, their TVs are running Tizen. Mm-hmm. which is a fork of Android TV. That's their Android TV. Mm-hmm. So it's not like uh, this is going on like the LG with WebOS or um, one of the other companies that that uh, have make like a, own. yeah, make the roll like the Like the Vizio. The Vizio has Yeah, yeah. Vizio is the one yeah. I was trying to think of. The Vizio, that's that's the kiss of death. It's on Vizio. Yeah, the Vizio <laughs> one is awful. I 
having an, a Vizio TV, I really like the TV, but their OS is garbage. Um, I, but the, the thing I would say is that it is, while it is valuable to have a quality OS that does get updated, if you're using that predominantly just for gaming or watching Netflix, how often it gets updated isn't necessarily that important. No. Um, you know, unless so the codex change or the protocols again, well, change. See, the thing about the gaming is that the gaming is happening on Stadia, right? It's on right. their systems. So it's just a streaming thing. Now, yes, I suppose theoretically you could have a major upgrade to the codec and you know now that's not going to work because AV1, they're encrypting man. it with the new code but that doesn't happen very often so i wouldn't be terribly concerned yeah. about that you're probably the average person will replace the tv before you have a significant concern of that happening. and and also i i sh now that i i mentioned that this is on that their tvs are running tyson it shouldn't be a surprise that stadia showed up because tyson is a fork of android tv Mm -hmm. and or Tizen is a fork of Android just period um and they added G or they added Stadia to Android TV officially a couple months ago hmm. so I Be guess easy. the question is why did it take you so long uh Samsung all you had to do was take the app and put it in Port your it. store yeah. <laughs> probably change the icon a little something well they had to they had to Samsungify it yeah, in one that, way that makes it a little more glossy, right? Kind of those rounded corner things. Mm. Ah. Uh, so, uh, well, just have me ask a question. Okay. Can I announce something? Sure. I, I I can't wait to the end of the show because I've been so excited about us moving our show. We came from Twitch initially. Okay. And I'm came moving. to YouTube, but we are definitely going to get on board. The future of streaming you're not supposed to is... tell them about linkedin yet <laughs> what are you guys talking about we, we agreed we it. weren't going to talk about that uh, i'm just learning about this this is horrible sorry, sorry. okay we're, let's squash that we're going to LinkedIn. never mind never it's, come mind. on it's not like linkedin is some type of influencer place where they're letting people post videos about it or something like that come on wait are you saying the vod squad you don't want the vod squad to be a linkedin uh show well, exclusive get linkedin with the vod squad it's not, it's part, so i have many <laughs> levels of weird weirdness here one of them is you know linkedin i mean come on and say what do you you know what linkedin is used for right it's resumes that's all it is right there's nothing on there, right? jobs yeah because like, letting people know hey i did this project i've done these kind of education levels i'm i'm able to i'm currently working for this company it's a resume essentially and on the web and also it has uh, apparently now has video because <laughs> uh, obviously your influencers are on are on linkedin now apparently uh they've had creator mode for uh, for a year now and now they're looking for influencers to start put their videos right into linkedin because mm -hmm. LinkedIn wishes it was Facebook for some reason. I mean, we, they added we, analytics. That was the last barrier for us to move, yeah. right? Was, well, I mean, you know, if we move to LinkedIn, <laughs> next thing you know, we'll, we'll be on Facebook. My my company's my company is pushing me to be on LinkedIn. I'm not surprised that the Vod Squad is now. 
I get those emails every once in a while. Hey, this guy's on linked you in uh, on LinkedIn. I was like, great. Not no, there's actual profile? company features that require me to go to LinkedIn now, oh. and it's just like, <sighs> but right. you don't have one at all, Matt. No. Wow. I mean, I like I agree wholeheartedly with what's been said so far that linkedin is a digital resume that is the only value it holds yeah i I Um, like it for that concept of oh oh let me go ahead and list the things i've done if everybody you go go visit my linkedin page you can see what i've worked on yeah i've followed a bunch of influencers people like like bill gates and richard branson just to see what they're saying and stuff and i still even though they do use the platform pretty heavily especially richard branson um I still just, uh, you know, I'm not really scrolling through the feed. It's just really, it's just a way to waste time less effectively than you, know, you can on Twitter or on YouTube. It's like, yeah, it's I like mean, a bad it, way to waste time. So <laughs> social media for business, it makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. I set up an account on there years ago until I realized, oh, wait, I don't actually want people to be able to find me. <laughs> So I just stopped updating it. So as far as anybody knows, I work for a company that I don't even think is still in business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I should do is I'll, update it from years ago. Aside, though, I do think this would work well for startups, right? Uh, it could. This would be a good idea for, for startups looking for venture capital. Yeah, I mean, it's there. There, uh, LinkedIn does have a specific market. Um. This is just Microsoft trying to get into the streaming again. Yeah, remember they, they didn't make it with Mixer. Microsoft. Yeah, uh, LinkedIn is owned by Microsoft now, which a lot of people don't know. Um, I, I even have a, a professional license to LinkedIn because of LinkedIn Learning as a free. That that's where um, that's where and I LinkedIn had to go. Learning is actually pretty quality. In fact, what LinkedIn Learning is, they bought Lynda.com. Oh, and God. they migrated all of the lynda.com data content must be into, nice to have oh because they they only money. had to change they only had to change a couple of the letters so <laughs> it went from linda to LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah so it was it was an easy it was an easy change it is it's good stuff though honestly that's, that's I too much work for some people to change a couple letters a lot of their content i prefer o'reilly their online solution, but LinkedIn Learning is pretty good. So it's it's got a lot of value. I like LinkedIn for business communications, sharing things about your company. Like I said, I watch, I, I follow Richard Branson and I read kind of his news and announcements about about his companies and stuff like that. It's it, it's it's an interesting place, but it is very very specific and the idea of putting normal everyday person content on their influencer content does not make any sense at all. So let me just take a step back here and say of all those people out there, all, all three of you that are really into LinkedIn, I, uh, you must think this is really cool. And I think it's cool that you think it's cool. I hope you think it's the best thing ever. Seriously. I mean, no, no ill will to you and what you like. I just can't wrap my head around it. That's all. Hmm. Uh, it really is a, a pretty good way to find a new job, though. Uh, uh, probably. I, Envy. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, so um, 
remember a couple like months ago there was this thing about apple not wanting people to you know link to their online stores to buy stuff because apple was forcing people to pay to you know actually to you know pay uh, basically give them a vig on part of their purchase right and then recently like as as soon as last week we heard a story about Apple, Apple was doing the same thing, doing this was basically doing that thing with, uh, I think it was on Android platforms to say, yeah, we know that, it, that if you want to purchase you know, your account, you can go to the website to change it, which is like exactly what they were not letting people do on their own, <laughs> on their own. So I'm guessing somebody somewhere said, ah, you're doing the thing this way for people and you're doing it this way for yourself. And that's like, totally hypocritical and you got to do something about this i could believe that this is them going okay okay fine since we do it we'll let other people do it too we're gonna let these people who are reader apps because they are reading stuff well or watching videos or listening to music whatever will be able to have a link specifically a very carefully scheduled link that doesn't tell anything like prices or anything like that just a link to the website that allows them to go ahead and purchase their stuff and you have to, oh yes, and you have to, because we're Apple, you have to sign up to get this service to link stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. It, it'll all shake out. That's all. And I, 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 I've always been at the standpoint of if you own the store, you can charge whatever you want. But... I understand that point of view. Don't don't be you know. Uh, as long as the use uh, the app creators also have the choice of whether or not to use your store. Yeah, I, and that, uh, that's fine. Yeah, you know, well, the one thing that I'll I'll say is good, right? I mean, this happened, you know, in Japan. This decision, this settlement, this is part of a, a settlement in Japan. Well, that was a little bit different. And uh, Apple you know, could have just done this just in Japan and been done with it, but they, they decided to open it up globally. That's well, the official story, but at the same time, exactly the thing we talked about last week was so hypocritical based on what they were doing before that this does make sense so, for them. To so, but you got to remember that the thing in Japan is a completely different thing because that was a settlement uh, with the Fair Trade Commission. I think they did the but, same thing with but, Google too. Be, but the only reason that that uh, was done was because the apps didn't offer in-app digital goods for purchase. So you you could, I think you could rent stuff, but you couldn't purchase things. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a little bit different, uh, but yeah, it it's funny. It's really funny that it's coming on the heels of, their announcement last week uh, that you couldn't buy stuff directly through their Android app anymore uh, or rent things directly through their app anymore. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it in all, okay. So, it took us a long time to get to this point. It's okay. Glad we got here. It was funny getting here, though. It's a really <laughs> weird trip, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. You know, I was hoping maybe one of these years I could go to E3 but not this year. That's because there is no E3. That's right. You would think maybe, you know, okay, they canceled. Well, there's E3 just no year. electronics news to talk about this year. <laughs> well, that, you know, that might be a good reason why they canceled it, quite frankly. But no, uh, <laughs> E3, 
has canceled not just the fact that it's maybe not just virtual like they sometimes do like i think they did last year a virtual event nope canceled altogether there is no entertainment expo this year you're not gonna be able to see it <laughs> which is funny because last year they did it online only and everybody was like why have i been going to e3 all these years this is so much easier and and a whole lot of people are like i'm never going ever again i'm just and then this year they're like well we'll teach you we just won't do it um yeah uh <laughs> i mean you know I, I think COVID-19, you know, kind of conditioned these companies to just, you know, when they get a big release, well, they just release it, you know, virtually, right? They have some keynote virtually, everybody tunes in to I, see it. I remember they, yeah, just, they, they just do it that way. I remember when everybody was surprised when Nintendo pulled out of their conference and did their virtual announcement and everybody's like, what? How could they? I mean, goodness sakes, they didn't show up at the E3 event or whatever. They were one of the very mm -hmm. first ones to do that. And the funny thing is, um, that allows them to control the message that they're sending out to a T and have a great timing and a little humor. And, you know, it's it, it, it works for them. And everybody noticed that. And everybody else has started, you know, EA is doing their own now. And everybody's got their own announcement plans now, which is cool. And uh, I like it. Um, that these online presentations that you don't have to be in person. To, so, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. So if EA pulls out, does this become E2? Mm -hmm. E2 Brute? So one, one of the three well, that, E's is, pulls that's out. That's not Latin, is it? Mm -hmm. oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, E2, yeah, it could be. Uh, what would be the other two E's? So uh, entertainment. Uh, expo with EA was that the so internet yeah. just internet expo E2 I don't know, <laughs> know. E2 Brute that sounds good uh hey so did you know that if you're using Snapchat uh you can now share videos directly within Snapchat now not just any videos YouTube videos oh. I don't know why I put the story in quickly. why would you I don't know. I don't use the Snapchats. I'm guessing that's partly you would like to share a clip with somebody and be, be able to use the, use that uh, app, to, you know, video sharing app in order to do that. Famously, Snapchat is famous for making the whatever they send supposed to be ethereal, aka it goes away <laughs> after a little bit. They forgot that you can record your screen. Actually, they attempt to, to disable that feature as part I know, time. but but Just still, yeah, it, I mean, yeah, that. Never worked. It, it, isn't that crossing the streams? Uh, sharing a YouTube so. video inside of Snapchat? No. Uh, if you share a YouTube video from within a YouTube video, um, that 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 gets a little bit more. I thought I thought what broke the internet was you search for Google with Google. I do that all the time. <laughs> oh no, that's fine. Google figured it out. Just don't search for Bing with Bing. That's bad. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, apparently there's a new Alexa skill out you can get. This is a cool little Alexa skill, especially if you really love your Amazon stuff. You can ask Alexa to let you know about these when a great deal comes up that you'd be interested in. It'll even let you say, hey, buy that for me. And it will. This sounds horrible. Yeah, I I, I kind of want to yell honest, at Mike's Alexa right now. I've almost you'd have to yell really loud, I think, because it's like <laughs> all the way across the room now. Um, but like, so here's the thing: 
it's oh actually with my headphones on you definitely would have to leave really, I'd be <laughs> <dead> <laughs> before that would happen <laughs> i just realized Ow! i had headphones on I'm like, ah! my ears are bleeding <laughs> um anyways so I, I would say probably the least useful and most annoying feature about uh, the echoes is their purchase and functionality related stuff oh. on a rare occasion I'll get a notification about <coughs> shopping, you know, um, Amazon shopping. It used to just, for no reason, like we never signed up for it or anything. It would just pop out with the notification, which is the same as you would get for like a tornado in your area. And then, so you're like, okay, what's the deal? What, what weather event is happening? And it's like a new deal is available for that might interest you based on your previous shopping. I'm like, if I wanted to be shopping, I'd be looking at Amazon on my phone. Does it give you that annoying uh, emergency alert? The no, it doesn't. It, it just, it, <laughs> the top of it turns green when you have a notification. Okay. But it's like all notifications are the same. And so you you think, like I said, most of the time it's a weather thing here. Um, so. That would have come in handy two years ago. Say, hey, Echo. Tell me where I can buy some toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. The nearest toilet paper is in. Well, Pasadena, this is California. for shopping on Amazon, so you could theoretically put in a uh, thing that say, "Hey, let note let me know when this brand of toilet paper goes on sale mm -hmm. or is in stock." This would be good for in stock alerts for people yeah. that have been trying oh, yeah. to get their hands on a PS Five digital they've got the money ready to go they just need to pull the trigger um yeah I or if like you if you're trying to get a uh and a rtx like 3060 yeah um yeah that would be really cool i don't know if it can do that but that actually is a really good idea of a way to use it because then anywhere i'm in my house which is like almost 100 percent of the time i can hear an echo and it will if it just <laughs> Me, you I need said, more stuff in your house dude you gotta like, put some dampening on the walls no i have one in every room it doesn't need dampening it's, oh i i was imagining everywhere. him walking through his house is like sounds like the bathroom no i, I most of, we actually have an echo in our bathroom but that's because we have like a separate water closet and stuff and we listen to music while we're up shower or bath and stuff so i hope I hope that somebody listens in on my am my Echo device because they will be scarred for life. <laughs> <laughs> for a number of reasons. <laughs> but uh but yeah, no, I mean if 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 they could do like uh stock alerts in a timely manner and allow you to set a different notification to differentiate that, hey, you know when when this a thing is in stock play this noise or whatever so yeah. that you know hey i need to act fast yep then that that or, that and, could and be very it useful. could even like like matt was saying though then it could it could it could just make the noise and you could say buy it and it just would purchase it you can <laughs> actually buy over the echo all the time yeah but you kind of might want to know what it is that you're buying no <laughs> Nope. If you nope. get a notification, oh, okay. you say buy it. 
Okay. Well, it's a Gordon Gecko over here. Half of the fun of of <laughs> of opening your Amazon boxes is finding out what you order. <laughs> I don't I mean, remember what I bought. Oh yeah, that's a thing that happens. I'm sure. Primnesia is what they call <laughs> I, it. And my I, wife <laughs> has primnesia on an all new level. Like every box, I'm like, what's this one? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, how yeah. do you not know what you ordered? There's like five boxes there. That's just, she's like, yeah, there's five boxes. How can I remember what all I, I run into were? this? Like, I, I run into this every couple months where I will bring in one of my packages. I will open it. And I'll go, what the hell? <laughs> but it's usually because it's not for me. It's for my neighbor that has an address that does not in any way resemble my address. <laughs> But the uh, Amazon people go, yeah, eh, close enough. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it always coincides with other things that I've ordered. So Isn't they just, funny? I'll open it. I'll be go opening stuff. And then I go, what? Oh, oh. And I get to go over there and be like, hey, you got another package. <laughs> That's funny. No, we also get some Enjoy. subscribe and save stuff. So it's just like, we have things that just come mm. every two weeks or two months or something. And so it is there are reasons that she forgets and I forget, but it's funny because 90% of the time she has no clue what, what arrived on any given day. Hey, okay. <laughs> All right. All well, right. Th now I just want to add one piece of note to that story is that that story did come out on April the 1st. I don't know if it was an April Fool's joke. I don't think it was. But mm -hmm. it did come out on that's April. a bad day to put out news. I know, but yeah, they put out some more news on April 1st. Star Trek the motion picture, the director's edition, is coming out. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, what the heck is this? That's does the director's edition put hair on that bald lady? No, that she, oh. no, 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 she, she's not supposed to have hair. Um, uh, <laughs> no, the Star Trek the motion picture originally came out with some really poorly how do i put it uh it, it was, it was really the tribble on it was the tribble on william shatner's head they touched it up <laughs> it was no it was really dark especially the sections of the show that were outside the space when you're looking in at the space supposed to be dark yeah, well i know but uh, it was there were also parts of the movie that were cut and set up in ways that made the movie kind of not very good. In like 2001, they released the director's edition. I have seen it. I own it. I really enjoy the director's edition where they, A, fixed, well, not the director's edition, the, the director's the, cut. The director's cut of 2001? No. <laughs> Funny mm -hmm. enough, it actually... Uh, the movie actually has a lot of 2001-era-esque feelings and, you know, uh, uh, kind of themes in it as well. It's, it's a little weird as well, just like 2001 was. Um, but because uh, everybody thought that was the future of movies at the time. Just forgive them because, you know, people were weird. Uh, but they did come out with in 2001 with the director's cut edition, which fixed all the external visuals with new visuals. Uh, I fixed the show, the movie with uh, the the director's cut, aka the story actually makes a lot more sense now, and and brought it up to DVD standards. So there was a bit of a remaster in there as well. Uh, this guy is a 4K remaster, so even better visuals, and also the, all the all of the uh, uh, these the various uh, uh, exterior shots are touched up again. 
because of course they can only do they can make it even better guys do it more, more fixes george lucas was right we can keep fixing it making it better uh so this is yet another remaster edition of this movie which is quite frankly being remembered as always as probably one of the worst star trek movies ever made but I didn't was, mind it, was, it. It was not bad, actually. If you really understood what was going on, Veger was fine. Veger was awesome, actually. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, uh, I like this movie. It needs it needs about seventy percent more Jar Jar, um, <laughs> but otherwise it's fine. You know, you 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 say that kind of jokingly, but it, it actually probably could have used. No, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> you're probably, I'm serious. I, I know you are. People will take it as a joke. I don't think you're kidding. That's what I mean. <laughs> See, but that that's part of my mystique. People people never know. Is he serious or is he joking? And I say yes. The closest thing that that thing has to Jar Jar is check off and he's not that funny. Talking. Yeah. I'll, I am definitely going to watch the directors. Okay. If you haven't seen it, uh, I recommend haven't. it. I will. I can recommend it very much. Or if you wish, wait for the direct. This director's whatever they call us now. Directors. Yeah. It's going to be Star Edition. Trek that's, Episode One. No, and that's what I mean. I'm going to watch the with 100 percent more of Jar Jar special edition or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Because it know. is. I, I I was a big fan of the Star Trek movies. I liked them all. Um, some were better than others, but I liked them all. Okay. And this was pretty sketchy, the original quality-wise. Quick, quick nerd question. Sure. In Star Trek world, would the Jar Jar equivalent be a Ferengi? Mm, Ferengis are just cruel and greedy. They're not funny. Not but I, I'm just saying, would, oh, they can be. The dude that ran the bar on Deep Space Nine could uh, be funny. Quark, Quark is kind of in, in terms of looks, yeah, probably so. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say they don't have to be. They don't have. It can be apples to onions. It doesn't have to be a direct <laughs> comparison. Fair enough. Um, okay. Um, but I'm just sure. saying, would that be like the kind of close? I'm sorry, uh, but Frankies have a better reputation than Jar Jar does, and yeah, Frankies suck. <laughs> Well, so did Jar Jar, well, yeah, according to the according to the uh, internet. But Jar Jar was a what was a was a swing and a miss as far as what they were aiming for, which kind of sucks. I'm looking forward to seeing this on Paramount Plus. Yeah, yes, absolutely. It will be streaming on Paramount yeah. Plus too. Oh, oh, well, okay. What it? What if they took the Ferengi and put it in replaced Jar Jar in in with the with a Ferengi in Star Wars, and then put Jar Jar, Jar in the Star Trek. You got any gold plastic platinum? <laughs> All right, I don't know. Uh, okay, Hulu, iOS, and Apple TVs. Uh, so the Hulu's uh, app on those two platforms, iOS and Apple TV, are now picking up face uh, share play support. This is the uh, the idea of you being able to watch a show with 31 of your closest friends at the same time, as long as they also have access to the same streaming service. Uh, we've mentioned a couple of, other, or at least one other service that was doing this before. This means that you will be able to enjoy a, a, a streaming service with a bunch of your friends on your Apple device or iOS and watch uh, the shows with, uh, you know, with, the, with your Hulu stuff. So cool okay. all right yeah. uh this was an odd one and i almost didn't put this in but it's such a huge deal for a lot of people not for me 
I don't care. But there's a lot of people out there who would want to know this. Twitter has now going to decide, has decided that they are going to have an edit button. Thank God. <laughs> it, it may have required somebody very rich buying a large portion of the company and basically saying, we'll make it happen if nobody else wants to, and they're going to make it. So at first, it only comes out to people who have to subscribe to Twitter Blue, but edit button coming to Twitter. All right, I just have one question for you guys. Should you be able to see what was originally written? Like, for see what yes. the original? Yes. I agree if with they, that. I was going to say, I do not like an edit button unless they offer that feature. See the revisions? See the revised revise thing. Because otherwise you have the, you, you run the clear risk of like all the comments not making any sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, is uh, I I have a the bad habit of accidentally submitting something when I was trying to do a new line, <laughs> um, and that's on all platforms. I, uh, I've gotten in the same. habit, even when I don't need to, I hit Shift Enter. Um, but don't do that, man. But there there are times if you're doing something on your phone, you yeah. accidentally bump that button. That's where the edit really comes in handy. And, but in either way, yeah, you should be able to see the original. Yeah. That's not something it's like, oh, <laughs> it was yeah. supposed to say fast and it said farts, you know, <laughs> because autocorrect yeah. or something. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that's like, oh, you have but, to delete it and go back. But yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm going to, if I have thing. to pay for it, I'm not doing that. Here's the thing though. Like before you realize that you wrote farts. 60 people already commented on it right and uh, you, you, they're you, hilarious you, comments you miss you still need that original you, version you, uh, so that they make sense yeah i think you overestimate my following <laughs> i have like a hundred tweets out there from the movie party that have like maybe two responses and 90 okay, percent yeah. of the retweets are from me to, to be fair you're right i I'm the same way. I have I use Twitter exclusively for my own vanity and not because anybody is ever going to read any of them. And and not even that really. I just use it to post about contests that I enter. Um, well, Mike, <laughs> well, Mike, my philosophy on, on Twitter, and you'll appreciate this, Mike. You know, fear leads to anger. <laughs> anger leads to hate. Hate leads to Twitter. Twitter? <laughs> it does. I, I I refer to yeah. Twitter as the wall of hate. See, anytime, anytime I think to post something on Twitter, I say I'll post it tomorrow. And I never ever post anything when I do that. Because once I give myself a few seconds to think, then I realize this is a waste of my time and energy. Why do I care enough to comment on this moron's post? And that's the vast majority. So that's of why you don't comment on any of my posts. Oh, dang it. I've been found out. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so, but my point is that that is, that is one of the things that would happen. Your celebrities or influencers, they post something, they make a spelling error. And it's a funny gaffe, and they'll obviously go back and edit it if they have the edit feature. But you got to be able to go back to that original so that you can understand all of the humorous jokes that follow. 
I think if Twitter was to do this right, they would uh, make an edit, make all the comments that happened before the edit appear in like in a separate thread or grayed out and with a little thing that said this comment was before an edit or whatever or was See, linked to this this revision of it or something like uh, that. Maybe maybe flagged. Yeah. On it because I think they should still be there because just the edit may not make any right. significant. I meant to put three content, periods so. at, the, at this point instead of two. Yeah, so exactly. So, you know, oh, I, I meant that to be an ellipsis. Yeah. They, well, well, maybe they could just strike through the original tweet and then or that. you write up underneath. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyways, uh, I, it sounds weird to be, but this is a, what, you know, this is a thing people will be very excited to hear, I think. Bring it on, everybody. Let's bring back the edit button. Hey, maybe this will fix things with the internet. Is it possible? All right. Uh, what I think is very cool is this thing that Microsoft is doing with their Xbox uh, Series X and Series S's. Uh, what happens is that you are playing your game on your Xbox Series S or Series X, and you're like, I'm done. I'm going to watch a television show. So you, what would you normally do? You would normally either just set down the controller because you know they let it just relax, throw it at the TV. Hopefully, you don't break it. Uh, pick up your other remote and switch inputs, right? Well, if your if your television supports the HDMI C, what is it? C T, what is it called? The CEC uh, 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 device or protocol, it will be able to uh, show you all the different inputs that are on your TV by hitting that uh, Xbox button and the little pause button that shows up, and will allow you to switch immediately to whichever interface you want to. So, I'm gonna switch to your Roku. Want some stuff on there? It's You'll about time it'll see that as an I, option you'll be able to move to that option with your xbox controller press the button put the controller down it'll put the device to sleep and turn on your new device and turn it all on for you cool guys see i just i just as i'm reaching for the remote i tell my echo to switch the input or not my remote my but does controller. that work with a playstation 5 and an xbox 360 one x s plus whatever it's called in excess, of course. Okay. Do they have yeah. weird I mean, red I can hats? Switch to any input that I want. All all sixteen of the inputs on my TV. I don't really have sixteen inputs on my TV. Like, holy um, crap, dude! <laughs> Man, I need your TV. I, want I mean, more. I've yeah. got eight inputs because of my my Yamaha receiver, but yeah. Um, no, this has always been an annoyance for me because CEC has been around forever, and most consoles have supported it. So when you power up the console, the TV will say, hey, the console's on and uh, go ahead and switch over. But then you're usually stuck because you can power off the console and you then got to find something to switch the TV back to the other thing. Um, and if you can do that, if I can just push a button on the controller and it will switch it back and put the console uh, the the console back to sleep. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That I, it's missing piece. So I I uh, I use this feature on my uh, Roku TV. It's got the Roku built in, but I've attached to my Chromecast TV, and I don't even touch the Roku remote. I just press the home button on my my Google TV. It turns wow. on the TV, switches inputs, turns on my device right away. I can then put that down, pick up my switch, hit the home button on that. It'll put everything asleep, switch to my other device and well, it's up without having to touch the thing on it, which is really darn cool guys. And now the Xbox has an ability for you to preemptively from there, 
go the you know take basically a preemptive step go i want to go to this interplay yeah. that's cool i love it and and I'll, I'll get ahead of the comment no uh i i know that you can use cec on other devices and theoretically just push a button on your roku remote or mm -hmm. whatever to get the tv to switch back the problem is the only devices i have cec enabled on are the game console because they spend their time off physically off <laughs> because I have multiple streaming devices on my TV. And if CEC is turned on on them, they will randomly hijack the TV <laughs> as they like get an update or something. Then the TV <laughs> says, Oh, Hey, it's active and you'll be watching something. It'll switch. <laughs> so that is, that is why this works good for my use case scenario because now i i have a modicum of control without having to walk across and it's the not going to try it's not going to try to take over until you make it gotcha yeah mm -hmm. uh, all right that is well, the news of the week that kind of brings us to the point in the show where we like to say thank you to the wild and wonderful people out there that uh support us out of the goodness of their wallets oh. via patreon yeah you, you you know who you are i mean if you're asking what, what what is this about patreon obviously you're not the person we're thanking but nope. you could be we would love to thank you all you gotta do is go over to patreon.com slash the bot squad give us a dollar we'll give you our thank yous we'll yep. also give you a custom rss feed uh you get direct line of access uh that people don't really use but it's it's there <laughs> It's like it's like a phone. How about you have you have a phone number? Even if nobody calls it, it it, it it's there, you know. But uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. So, we'll we'll move on. Uh, get into some rants and some raves. Sure. All right. Alrighty, rant rave. What do we got? I will start. I didn't do much uh, as far as anything productive this week or weekend mm -hmm. because my work has been annoying. So but is your it, rant work? It, well, it, my rant is work, but my rave will be I, I caught up on Picard, the two episodes of Picard we were behind on. We have another one coming up and then we'll watch it tomorrow. And I am totally enjoying, especially since they are on the nose recognizing that they are redoing star trek 3 and are fine with it i love the fact that they are basically saying oh no not three that four. picard is yeah picard is oh oh i is, thought you were saying they were remake they were actually they're retelling star the story trek of star trek 4 not 3 my mistake okay different movie um yeah it's uh, the one with the whales right ex well yes but there's no whales so far in this one uh but they are basically uh, retelling it down to there's a famous scene in Star Trek four on a bus and they basically recreate it with a twist. And I laughed very loud. It was good. Did M. Night Shyamalan uh, jump out of the corner and go, what the twist? Mm -hmm. Sorry, nope. robot mm -hmm. chicken uh, reference. Nope. Okay, cool. Very cool. Uh, Jimmy? Yeah. So this past weekend I, I got caught up on the uh latest season of uh, billions I, I subscribed to showtime uh about a couple of weeks ago i guess 
And uh, I got caught up uh, this weekend. I think there's just the finale episode is all that's left now, which I think is supposed to come out this weekend. Um, yeah, you know, the, one of the main, the Bobby Axelrod character is no longer there on the show. But maybe Spoilers! Yeah. <gasps> None of but, us but, have watched it yet. But, um, um, uh, but the show, yeah, but they've got somebody to kind of replace him here in this season. And uh, yeah, it's been interesting to see that character develop. And um, yeah, it's still, still a, a, a pretty good, pretty good show. Uh, yeah, it's still worth watching, I'd say. I, I, I think maybe some of the earlier seasons might be just you know, a touch better than, than uh, the season six. But, um, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm still, I mean, it's still worth subscribing for the one month or two months to uh, Showtime to watch. So, yeah, uh, I, I was already not enjoying the most recent uh most recent season but after what you just told me i think i may not go back and finish it uh, which season are you watching five the newest one because Six. they they did the first they did the first part and mm -hmm. i really didn't like it mm -hmm. and i was waiting for them to do something to kind of redeem but if based on the spoiler you just <laughs> dropped mm -hmm. um yeah i don't think i'm going back yeah well i mean i'll just leave the, it the, the, you, I, I think, well, that's in, you, you find that out in season five. No, there was a cliffhanger. Yes. But you you just told me that they don't resolve that. that <laughs> well, <laughs> he well come back. At, least, at least in this season, right? Yeah. Uh, but um, but there's there's some good elements in this season. Now, now uh, you know, some of your favorite guys are, you know, still there. It's just the one main guy. I mean, uh, Bobby's the only reason I watch that show. Bob, Wags, the, the, Wags is there. Well, I, I would say the interaction between Bobby and Wax is the only oh. reason that I watch that show. Yeah. So uh, if Wags, you take take that out, I don't really have anything left. Okay. Well, I mean, Wags is still there. I know that's one of your favorite actors. What's his name? Um, you mean Gail Boddicker? Yes. Well, From another, uh, Breaking another, Bad. That was another character he played. <laughs> All right. But... Um, um, I mean, he's still there. A lot, a lot of the you know same people are still there, uh, but um, but yeah, it's a good show. You know, it's it's my favorite show on, on uh, Showtime by far. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, in, enjoying that. Looking forward to the finale, which I think is this weekend when it comes out. All right, we'll rock on, Mike. I haven't watched a whole lot in the last week, but I have started watching the Marvel What If series. Mm -hmm and i'm enjoying it uh it's pretty pretty interesting variations of the stories um the whole premise is that if you've watched if you're kind of up to date on marvel there is a multiverse where there's different versions of earth and whatnot uh in in different alternate realities or universes and so um these are the stories of what happens if in these other universes when something about the world has changed. Um, one of them, for example, is what if um, Dr. Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Uh, and so it's about- dead? 
<laughs> in, in the car wow. accident that oh, he broke oh, the ruins, oh so let me, let me, wait hold on hold on so if, if doctor strange lost his heart does he become the grinch in that scenario <laughs> he does uh largely he becomes the grinch no his, his his girlfriend of the time dies instead of him ruining his hands so he oh. has to go on his journey to deal with the loss as opposed to to find a solution to his inability to be a surgeon anymore. So, um, so it's just basically, it would be like a whole episode of him sitting on the couch in some <laughs> therapist's office and, and crying, moping, eating a bunch of ice cream. He, he doesn't his... get any special features or any power-ups. He just yeah. gets like a, it's just a, a closure episode of him. He gets closure. That talking. That's the yeah. resolution. No, it's interesting. I'm not going to spoil any of the stories, but there's another one where what if Agent Carter had taken the serum? So instead of Steve being Captain America, Agent Carter is Captain America. No, Captain it's, Britain. She be yeah. She wasn't American. Well, she was Captain America still, which is kind of silly. But nope, she was Captain Britain. The Shield didn't even have a star. Didn't nope. it? Nope. Man, I didn't so, notice that. It so had, um, so it had Mike, an X not, like Wolverine. So, so my question there, Mike, how many characters do they cover in that What If series? Um, there's nine episodes. So there's nine different characters. And, and potentially um, multiple no, characters. because some of them, I, uh, do they all do different characters? They may have. I can't say for sure. But I think that they did. And do you see so, other characters like, say, if if it's Doctor Strange, are there other characters that maybe come in? To oh the yeah. Episode? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's I, there's one called Zombies. What if Zombies? And a lot of characters are in that one. <laughs> it's not most focused of on one. Most of the characters are zombies. It's pretty awesome. Just think of Bar- just think Avengers Endgame, but the people didn't disappear. Everybody died, but then they became zombies. <laughs> Kind of. Yeah, it, it was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. My daughters hated it. Well, my daughter hated it. She was like, that was awful. And I was like, I thought it was cool. All right. I, I, have any of you read the What If comics? Any of them? No. I have like read like one or two. Yeah, me too. I've like, I, But I love the idea of the What If comics, which is, hey, we have this established story and then we have these established ways things happen. We even sometimes tell it like multiple times over and over again by with new artists and new people, you know, writing the stories. But we're just going to take this version of the story and we're going to do something different and see where that would go. This one story. That's the point of this is to have that kind of see where things could go in this one explanation. Kind of. Yeah, it's kind of what they've been doing. That's kind of what Amazon's been doing with the boys with Diabolical, the uh, animated. Each episode is directed and written and by a different person, and it's got they're different stylistically. Hmm. Um, they're actually really good, the, <laughs> you know. Um, but interesting. I I gotta say, thank you, Matt. I didn't. I am so familiar with Captain America that I just imposed my vision of Captain America's shield. I didn't even notice in that whole episode. It's got the, what's it called? He's so familiar with Captain America that he didn't even realize it was a woman. It was a woman. (laughs) Really? Wait. No. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, I just it's still red, white, and blue. So I just no, he, read it he had as... some really big pecs. <laughs> well defined. I have a he, he I, ate a lot of um, McDonald's soy burgers. I want to. It's a, I, I it's a man, some, baby. I want to. I want to uh, <laughs> ask some geeky, nerdy questions after the show, uh, okay. particularly about that Doctor Strange episode. But let's move on. <laughs> All right. Um, so the last couple of weeks, I have been kind of raving about HBO Max uh, properties. Uh, actually, I'd say for the last few months, um, uh, you know, what you've got preach or not preacher, uh, peacemaker. Um, you've had the the that Lakers winning time show. Which I think is actually an HBO original, not a Max original, but you had Minx, which I talked about last week. Max is on a roll because they just launched another show last weekend that I didn't think I had any interest in. And I think it is my new favorite show. Which one is it? It is Julia. It's oh, about it Ju Julia Child. I saw a thing on this and it looked I awesome. was like, uh, I was looking for something. I couldn't find anything. And it's like, hey, the first three episodes are out. Holy crap, that show is hilarious. Sounds to me like Max is about to go out of business. Uh, they, they've just got, they've got stuff coming in piles um, that is. Clyde likes everything I know. they're producing. They're it's scary. I'm terrified. It's going to crash. <laughs> I'm terrified. Um, but no, Julia is great. It's uh, family friendly, uh, but they had some really serious, like, from the gut laugh moments. Uh, like, the dude, it, it, it is weird, though, seeing Frazier's ex-wife and Frazier's brother together in their, in a show. Um, so Lilith and whatever Frazier's brother was named, uh, Lilith is or is uh, Julia's best friend, and Frazier's brother is her husband. Um, mm -hmm. And I gotta say, he's gotten really creepy in his old age, uh, kinda. But now, and uh, you've got a dude. I think the one of the producer guys is the ex-husband from Miss Maisel. Mm. But it's kind of it's kind of that kind of funny show, but based in on Julia Child, yeah. like Child real was, life was a, such a bombastic character in every way. How could this not be a comedy? It, it, but that was the thing is I don't really know a lot about Julia Child. She was by the time I was old enough, she was one of those like, uh, just she was a fixture in pop culture right i never really watched the show oh really i just knew who she was like i know who lebron james is right i've never seen him play i have no interest in looking up anything about him but i know who he is because he is in the zeitgeist so growing up my my entire life uh, i knew who julia child was i knew like certain things about like she talked funny and whatever blah 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 um, they really lean into that on the show, and oh, it is. Not, I, I don't know how well they lean into it, but she talked really interesting. Yeah, but but ah! that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying is they really they they lean into it and point it out. Um, it like because and I won't. It, 
I, I won't uh, say much because it just just watch it. If you have HBO Max, do yourself a favor and watch the first episode. And it doesn't really beat around the bush. It just gets right into things. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, Clyde, it was Niles was Frazier. Niles. Story. Okay. Niles, yeah. So yeah, uh, it yeah. If Niles, uh, so she's married to Niles, and her best friend is Lilith, um, which is I, I. It's just weird. Uh, but. Mm-hmm. And it's weird not seeing them like fighting, uh, but uh. Which, which they always did in, in the TV show Frasier. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, other than that, thanks everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, it's been interesting. It's been wild, uh, but we've gotten to where we need to be. Uh, come join us again next week here on YouTube, 9 p.m. Central. Uh, just like we are every Wednesday night. Uh, if you are currently sticking around for the post show, head on over to tbs.showbot.tv. Uh, there are titles there that you get to vote on. Yes, if you're not here live, you don't get to vote. Sorry about that. But uh, also, yeah, what you going to do? You, you, you can always show up. Oh, you could. Or, or if you could just download the audio and that's true just be okay with it that's fine i guess just Uh, anywhere where podcasts are available but if you want it fast and uh at a custom rss feed patreon.com slash the botch what you you get the audio version first all right we'll see everybody in the post show thank you bye bye see ya diamond club hopes you have enjoyed this program (laughs)